All right, so needless to say, this past year has been really tough for the crypto market, right? Which morphed in, I mean, it morphed from this amazing place of unlimited potential, economic freedom into sort of a wild, wild west, right? It's gone bad, it's run amok by bad guys. I mean, just think, uh, over the last few years, you had these major players emerge, right? This Changping Zhao, known as CZ, he started Binance in 2017. And then a couple of years later, Sam Bankman-Fried, he founded FTX. Uh, by the way, uh, CZ invested in FTX, but Binance, which is CZ's company, became number one. FTX was number two. There was always some friction there. But when CZ tweeted out that he was selling some FTT tokens, which, by the way, were the main assets on FTX, the whole thing began to implode. Apparently, FTX went from a net worth of $32 billion to essentially nothing in the last 48 hours. By the way, this is just the latest episode in a long saga to make decentralized finance a reality. Joining me now, Bianco Research President Jim Bianco. And Jim, I don't think anyone's really argued as articulately as you about the potential for decentralized finance, this whole revolution. You've actually gotten me to buy into it. Uh, but what do you make of this latest disaster? By the way, Charles, today's the one-year anniversary of the all-time high in Bitcoin. What a year it's been. Wow. Uh, this latest disaster is, to put a nuance on it, is a centralized exchange. FTX is run very much like exchanges that do business with the New York Stock Exchange. It's not much different than that. Decentralized exchanges are run by code and don't employ leverage, don't commingle customer funds, don't do any of these shenanigans. Your money sits in a pool and it just goes in and out for every trade. The problem with this is happening is people are conflating decentralized finance with centralized finance. And that's my fear, is that when we look at this, we're going to, we're going to say decentralized finance is bad. But mm -hmm. this really didn't have a whole lot to do with it. Right. So and, and in the meantime, uh, cryptocurrency getting hit pretty good here. I mean, but I do see maybe it's my rose colored glasses that there's not a stampede per se. Could this be just the latest test that ultimately could prove the resolve of, of cryptocurrency in the, in the entire thing? Well, there's not a stampede yet because there's a lot of money trapped on the FTX exchange. As you pointed out, it's the second biggest exchange. They're hoping that Binance will come in, will take it over, will reopen it, and will allow people to transact, withdraw their mm. money. The fear, and so there's a lot of just waiting around right now to see what comes next and whether or not Binance will actually wind up taking over the FTX exchange. Right. Uh, it's unclear whether or not that's going to happen. And that's why the price of Bitcoin, the price of Ethereum is sinking and sinking. There's not just, you know, individual customers on these exchanges. There's hedge funds, there's other brokerage firms, there's institutional investors, there's venture capitalists, there's Bitcoin miners. And if all of their money is trapped on this exchange, that means they default to their counterparties who default to their counterparties. And we get this whole daisy chain effect. Right. So everybody's kind of holding their breath, wondering what the next play in this act is going to be. And, and in the meantime, all the news I keep seeing, the scuttlebutt, you know, lawyers are leaving, this person's leaving. The, the scuttlebutt is not really good. Hey, I, I want to ask you about a tweet that I saw from you earlier. Uh, and you put out a, a 10 pager, right? A 10 tweeter, 10 of 10. The answer is true, DeFi. Uh, but I fear DC will think the answer is to make DeFi harder and push everything towards central financing, impose a trade fi regulations on them. And, and I like what you said here. If so, all that will accomplish is a digital version of trade fi mess that we currently have. So just to sort of 
uh, you know, I've got Hester Pierce coming on later on. And, and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking about what I could ask her. What would you ask her to sort of convince her that is in the best interest of everyone to allow DeFi to flourish rather than the government elbowing it out of the way? I would ask her straight up whether or not she believes that DeFi is part of the problem that we've seen, not only with FTX, but some of the other names are Voyager, BlockFi, Celsius. These are other firms that earlier this year failed that were also centralized exchanges as well. And whether or not this calls for regulation on decentralized exchanges like Uniswap is the big one that everybody knows. Mm -hmm. And hopefully she'll say that she can delineate between the two because there is, it's a different model. It's a different way to trade is what a, a decentralized or DeFi exchange is mm -hmm. as opposed to a centralized exchange. And that's what I'm worried about, that people are going to conflate them and just say, it's crypto, it's bad. Right, And right. not really look at what are the nuances that is happening here. I mean, to be quite frank, I, I would say that 99.8% of the planet is going to do the latter. They're going to conflate, conflate it all, put it all in the same basket. And it's, uh, and it's scary because I think it's got a tr huge amount of potential. And I just hope this doesn't right. hurt it even more. Jim, uh, really, real quick, real quick yeah. go ahead. Yeah. SBF was the second largest donor to the Democrat Party, and a lot of Democrats are going to be embarrassed they took money from him, and I fear that they're going to figure out a way to get tough on crypto as their penance for this. Wow. So yes. that's going to be another fallout I look forward yeah, to. Sam, Sam Bankman-Fried, the number two donor to, to Joe Biden's campaign last election. Jim, thank you so much. Uh, while there thank was you. speaking of politics, folks, and no red wave.